Hey guys, welcome back to All Things To Be With Karen Taylor. It's been a while and I guess I wanted to explain a little bit about why and yeah, just work through that a little bit in sharing on the podcast and sharing with you guys what's been happening. So I, yeah, wanted to say thank you again um, for tuning in if you have and obviously um, for everyone who has listened to the podcast in the past and shared it, it really does mean a lot to me. And yeah, one of the main reasons that I haven't really been on here and I haven't recorded anything is because I went through a really, um, really down phase of my life over Christmas and New Year. Um, I reconnected with the guy that I was seeing and I honestly felt like an imposter um, coming on here and sharing about strength and choosing myself and wanting the best for myself when I wasn't really doing that. And yeah, I really struggled to, to even speak about what I was going through because in some ways I felt really ashamed of myself um, and I felt like a fraud. And um, I started to just really doubt myself and doubt my ability and my, yeah, I guess my strength. I just doubted my strength and I doubted myself so much. And I went into a real spiral because that relationship obviously didn't work out again. And so it um, made me just feel like um, I felt really embarrassed. I was really embarrassed at myself. I was really embarrassed for trusting again um and i'd built up a lot of resilience um towards the end of the year and was you know doing things that made me happy and i was really feeling good about myself and then i went back into this um shameful spiral um, where i just didn't know if i could trust myself i started to wonder if i could trust other people i isolated myself a lot and um, I started reading a lot of different things, just searching for answers and searching um, YouTube. And um, I was writing a fair bit about how I was feeling. And a lot of things came down to this feeling of doubt within myself. And um, I came across what's called imposter syndrome, um, which is basically um, when you doubt yourself and your skills and your accomplishments and you feel like a fraud and you feel like everything you have is just down to luck. And um, I went through this phase of just not feeling very qualified to give advice um, when my heart felt like it was falling apart. My life felt like it was falling apart. And um, I wasn't really like taking care of myself or taking care of the relationships that I had in my life because I just felt as though um, I was shit. I felt like I was not fun enough and not exciting enough. And um, I even went through thoughts of feeling like I wasn't maybe slutty enough. Um, and it was very difficult for me to navigate those thoughts. Um, and I went into what I would say was very just self-destructive um, place in my head and I just self-destructed myself. I felt ugly. I felt like I didn't know who I was. I felt like um, I didn't know what I wanted or what I was doing or whether I'd even made the right decisions. Um, 
where I'd put my investments and where I'd um, put my heart. And yeah, I, I just didn't really want to talk about anything um, publicly because I was just in a lot of pain and I was in a lot in a lot of I don't know I was just in a, a I was just grieving I think I was grieving just maybe an old part of myself that I wasn't ready to let go um but yeah I wanted to come back on and I wanted to share um a little bit about just letting go um and also just share a bit about what I've found that has been helping a lot um, I've started to lean back on my friends again, which um, was something that I stopped doing because, again, I just felt embarrassed. Like I didn't, I felt like, how can I have gone through this again? Like I, I trusted so much in this person and and they they just let me go again like I was a rag. And um, I just felt so embarrassed to even ask my friends for help um, or tell them that I was struggling. So i kind of did a lot of that on my own um, and just struggled in silence um, until, yeah, I actually started uh, going to um, see a Reiki specialist and just, yeah, feeling like um, I was searching so much for answers and peace within myself that um, I was kind of like at a point where I was prepared to just do anything. And I've always had a belief in in God and I, but I just felt as though there was, I needed something else that was more tangible. And so I went to see this Reiki lady and, and we've done a lot of work together on breaking bonds and things like that. So um, that's what I've found has been really helpful for me um, and also getting back into counseling. But I have been speaking with um, a trauma-informed counsellor. So being able to deal with a lot of my own stuff and my own abandonment issues um, and working through a lot of that and why I feel those things and what came up for me um, obviously was my my upbringing and my childhood um, and again just like I've spoken about before in previous podcasts where you know telling an adult about something that's happening to you and not being believed and um, I think that that's where a lot of stuff comes into it for me that I just I'll rather like hurt myself than stand up for myself um and I I guess it yeah like I had to process a lot of that and a lot of um negative thoughts and a lot of digging up the past um and coming to the realization that obviously healing is not linear um grieving isn't linear and that love isn't linear so none of those things have um been straightforward for me it's been very like up and down and been a bit of a roller coaster and I yeah I just had to I, I'm still not at the best space I'm still not in the best space um, but I have realized that um, I gave a lot of my power away um, to to this person because I loved him and um, everyone says that you know you shouldn't focus on the things that that weren't right you should you know you should focus on the things that weren't right in a relationship not the things that were good but for me I find that really difficult because I do believe in the good of people and I do believe I still believe in crazy love like I still believe that 
there's somebody for me in this world that yeah that is my person and it was hard not to focus on um the good things because yeah like there was so there was so much that was good and that felt good um you know just the little things like you know sitting by the fire and talking till late at night and you know the moments like when someone just grabs your face and just kisses you out of nowhere and yeah just all of the in jokes and the laughing together and um as much as you know there's obviously damage in a in a toxic relationship it's hard not to focus on the things that are really good and I don't want to forget the good things even no matter how much sometimes they might be it might be hard and hurtful to think about the good things because you miss them but the memories are still good memories and I don't want to just throw those away um but also being able to move on you obviously need to be able to um you know kind of put those memories into a, a time that happened and um you know the the relationship is lost but I still look at the good things that happened in in the times that we had good times so yeah there's a lot of stuff that wasn't right and there's a lot of things that I probably could have done differently I guess I don't know um but I've just got to a point where like I can't you know I've got to that stage where blaming myself for things that have gone wrong in my life or things that haven't worked out um isn't really going to get me anywhere it's not going to push me forward so um as much as I you know might blame myself that's the kind of person that I am I do look at all of my actions and what I could have done differently or better or you know could I have you know just I don't know like I I look at just all the things I could have done differently and um and that's just something that I think I'll always do um but yeah going going forwards it's not great to sit in that place or sit in a place that like keeps hurting you so yeah as much as I've said it in the past it's really something that I'm working on and wanting to work on towards in the future um and especially because you know if I meet if you like I just think for all of us if you meet a person in the future like you can't look at the bad things so much as like um that they were bad but just that that's what made you the partner that you are for the next person and like the partner that I probably would be right now is very closed off and guarded um but I don't want to be that forever and so yeah I've been listening to a lot of things um talking about just taking time taking time to actually heal from from what I felt and what I thought and all of those things so I'm um yeah back at that stage where I'm taking time for myself um taking time to work on the things that matter to me and wanting to share again um on here and just share that you know it's okay it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to um go back on what you were so adamant in yourself that you would never do um and you know no one like no one is judging um, you for making those decisions and um, we mostly just judge ourselves and even with my friends like my friends just want me to be happy and want my heart to heal and that's kind of how I got into the Reiki thing was because um, a friend of mine gave me a rose quartz crystal and she said that it was f- to heal it was for my heart and she just really wanted for me to for my heart to heal and um 
And yeah, and then for Christmas, Mel gave me a um, rose quartz in a ring. And so that was, you know, just kind of like another thing that reminded me that my friends just love me and want me to be happy and to and want my heart to heal and don't want me to be um, feeling like I'm not enough or feeling like I'm, yeah, just not good enough because I really did get to a point where I didn't want to be here anymore. Um, I doubted myself so much and like the thought of just not being here was so much easier because it meant that I wouldn't have to deal with my ongoing battle in my mind. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, for someone who is an overthinker and for, for people out there who are overthinkers, like it's, it's for someone who isn't an overthinker, it's something that's really hard to grasp and it's something really hard for people to have empathy for. Um, and I've tried so many different things so I cannot be an overthinker because oftentimes you just feel like you're not normal. So, um, yeah, when, you know, I get in my, in my head about stuff and go backwards and forwards and I can't make any sense of it, um, it just, I honestly just want to escape my brain. And I think that's sometimes where like when people get depressed and they just want to sleep because when you're sleeping, you're not thinking and, um, it is an escape from that continuous, um, barrage of thoughts, um, and feelings of, of not being adequate enough. Um, so yeah, I kind of did that a bit. Um, I actually, for a time, um, was put onto sedatives because of the panic attacks that I was having. Um, and because I knew that, you know, another person's actions weren't really the reason that I was having the panic attacks, but having the panic attacks because of my own fear of rejection and abandonment. And, um, and just trying to like stay calm through those times of panic. Um, but then yeah, also, yeah, seeing, seeing this Reiki lady was really amazing because she's just the most like calm, beautiful person. Um, and she just made me think like, I just want to have that in my life. Like I just want to have that sense of calm and clarity and, just have more consistency rather than going on this like up and down roller coaster all the time. So it, um, yeah, it took, it's taking me time. Um, I hope, I don't know, kind of fucking rambled on about heaps of shit here, but, um, I just, I wanted to get back into doing the podcast and I didn't really know where to start. And I guess, what I really want to say is that no matter what has happened or how I feel um, or what's happened to me, I just still believe in love and, you know, hopefully I can work on healing myself enough that I can bring a better and more full person to the next relationship that I go into. And yeah, like just know what I'm, what I really want and what I'm looking for and um, being able to communicate that with someone not feel afraid to communicate my feelings or my thoughts because I'm scared that that's going to push someone away. Like I need to be able to do that and be confident within myself to know that if somebody walks away, that it's because they couldn't give me what I needed. Um, and that's okay. So, um, I feel a bit silly talking about about it because a lot of people looking in on my life think that I'm this, you know, like 
just strong person, successful person who just, you know, gets on with it. But a lot of the time it has been hard for me to just get on with it. Um, and I haven't felt like getting on with it. I've just felt like giving up, um, but I haven't. And I'm very thankful again, once again, to the, the friends that I have um, who have just, just reminded me of who I am. And, you know, there's never any judgment or change in love because of me being, me going into myself or me um, pulling away or, or no matter how I've had to deal with things, like I know that at any point, um, you know, I can reach out and they'll be there for me. So, um, I'm really thankful that I have such a great, um, group of friends and, um, thankful for my support networks. And I guess, um, yeah, I've started going back now to the gym, um, to a gym, other than training by myself in my own gym, I've started going back to the gym, um, to Strong Geelong, um, which is like something that my counsellor suggested for me. Um, she's, you know, suggested that uh, I need to start getting back into those things and, and stop isolating myself so much. Um, cause I think once you start isolating yourself, which is what happened to a lot of us over COVID, um, is that we isolated ourselves and then it's really hard to come back out of that isolation. So yeah, that's something that, you know, sh she suggested for me, um, which I've done and, and that is really helping. And yeah, just, making a plan. Um, she suggested to me to have a plan when, you know, I get into a panic or if I start to, yeah, just get into a spiral. Uh, she suggested um, having a plan, a pre-plan for that. So I've been doing that as well and taken a lot of grounding exercises. Um, so breathing exercises, grounding exercises, and um, just having that having that plan, which is sometimes really hard, um, especially when you are having a panic, because it's really hard to like think of the plan when you're in the moment. But it has been really helping me um, to sort of catch myself at the start before I get into um, a spiral. So yeah, look, that's kind of just it. That's just where I'm at. Um, I'm not fucking perfect. Like I have so much, um, so much going on, but I just don't want to feel sorry for myself anymore. And, and I, I want to, I guess in some way, like make my, my friends proud, my friends and my family, my sister, um, proud of me because yeah, they've just supported me so unconditionally. And I just want to find my, find my happy space again, where I'm actually really happy and not, not emotionally, smashing myself up all the time I guess um I'm very hard on myself I've always been really hard on myself and feelings ugly feelings to me are sometimes things that I just I, I don't want to feel ugly feelings so when I do I get really hard on myself and um I just feel like I need to be better and stronger and just push them down but that's obviously not necessarily helpful <laughs> to long like to to dealing with things it's not helpful to push things down because eventually they always do come to the surface and they'll rear their ugly head in some way or another so trying to just embrace the ugly feelings um, that come and the good feelings that come when they're there as well so yeah one of my clients actually said to me one day that you know we have this idea that life is supposed to just always be good and so when it's not good 
um, we, you know, get stressed and worried and everything. But she said, sometimes you life, you've got to look at life and life is not always easy. Life is hard. And, um, and if we look at life as being hard, then the good things become so much more amazing. So I've kind of taken that and that might be somewhat of a pessimistic way of looking at things, but I don't think so. I think it's really helped me because I'm just like, if you think about like, it's just, sometimes it sucks. It really fucking sucks and things don't go the way you want them to and, and it hurts and your heart gets broken and you trust people that you probably shouldn't and you get hurt and, and sometimes, you know, you things that you plan to do just don't work out and it's, it's fucking sucks. And, but then all of a sudden out of nowhere, someone does something for you or says something to you that just lifts your spirit and lifts your soul. And it means so much more. I think when you, when, yeah, when you're, if you're not always thinking that life's supposed to just be perfect, um, those things when they happen are just like literally like food for the soul. So yeah, um, that's really like all I wanted to share about today. Uh, I do have more guests coming on. Um, and we're going to, I'm going to talk to, um, my friend, uh, on the next podcast and we'll be talking, we're going to be talking about polyamorism. Um, so it's not something that I, uh, personally do uh, I'm normally just a one person relationship but um but it's definitely something that is working for people and how it works and why it works and what the ins and outs of it are um and how to communicate that I suppose with a partner uh, we're going to be talking about all of that on the next episode so um tune in for that and thanks for listening